0: 630 Chad presents the Elks this week a close-up look at the Elks and the Canadian Football League every week we take you inside the game from the voice of the Edmonton Elks 630
1: Chad here's Morley Scott and a good evening everybody welcome to the Elks uh, this week kind of somber weekend for Elks fans after what we saw on Thursday what a devastating loss that was what a way to finish that game Uh, just speechless. Absolutely speechless on how it ended. Uh, A game the Elks could have, a game the Elks should have won uh, just like the first game they played against Saskatchewan. So uh, they didn't though and fall to 0-5. We'll talk more about that game and look ahead a little bit today. We're also going to hear from Aaron Grimes on the program today. Aaron Grimes uh, has not played football in a long time. In fact, he has not played uh, practice with the team until yesterday for a long time. He, of course, got injured in uh, training camp last year. Missed all of last season. Had a bit of a setback in training camp this year and uh, was put on the six-game injured list and has not played yet. But if you're on the six-game injured list after five games, you can come back and practice if you're healthy enough. He's been practicing this week, which leads you to kind of think maybe he's going to be ready for the game in Winnipeg a week from Thursday. Can't play this week against Hamilton, but possibly can play on a week from Thursday in Winnipeg. So we'll hear from uh, Aaron Grimes as well. Right now, though, I know it was hard. I know it was painful. But let's just go back to Thursday night. One last look back at the game all the Elks players are trying to turn the page from. One thirty-one left on the clock. And you got to think they're going to trust their run game here in the red zone. He's throwing. And it is complete to the five-yard line, just inside the five-yard line to Tevin Jones. As the Riders... Coming up with their best drive of the game when they need the most here. Harris is going to be in the shotgun. He starts the motion, takes the snap. He's going to throw and he's going to the end zone and it is complete depicted. To Touchdown Saskatchewan. 11 9 and a two point convert attempt to come here for the Riders. Played what is it 56 57 minutes of outstanding football and then let them have one drive at the end one scoring drive at the end that we felt we could have uh could have had a you know a bigger impact on the game right there two point convert coming up for the riders if the elks stop it they should be able to nurse it to the finish line harris is in trouble he throws it's complete Caught in the end zone and it's a tie ball game. Kendall Watson with the reception and we're even at 11 with 64 seconds to play. C.J. Sims and Gavin Cobb are back to return the kick from the 30, there it is. And it's gonna go to Sims and he's got a back paddle.
2: Oh, oh, oh boy, you gotta kick. Keep...
1: No, 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 you CJ. gotta get it, you gotta C.J., get... you gotta get it. Oh. Oh no. Oh, oh my goodness cj sims let it bounce and let it roll into the
0: end zone you know don't beat the kid up too bad i mean a couple weeks ago we had you know 250 300 yards returns and and hardly anybody even talked about him you know so it uh the moment was big and uh we've got to do an even better job you know coaching these guys uh these young kids as to all the nuances in our game so uh that's just that's part of our game and uh and that was a touch a tough one because kids played extremely hard tonight on both sides of the ball
1: 29 seconds to go now, second and 10 from the Saskatchewan 50. Shannon Brooks in the game at running back. To the left of Taylor as he takes the snap. Drops, quickly releases, and it's intercepted.
3: You lead the whole game, uh, and for it to end like that, you know, it, it just sucks. Uh, hate it for the guys, hate it that, you know, we ended on a freaking interception uh, when we're so close to getting in field goal range. Uh, just got to finish.
1: Marshall with the interception, and he's just going to run around as long as he can before he gets taken down. And with 16 seconds left, the Saskatchewan Roughriders will win this as the Edmonton Elks invent a new way to lose. And only in the CFL moment in this one as the Elks will lose by one thanks to a Rouge on the kickoff after a two-point convert tied the game.
3: We still haven't played a complete game yet. Uh, we got going to play all four quarters no matter what happens between three and a half quarters or, you know, whatever it was. Uh, we got
0: to finish the game. So we've just got to keep on, uh, keep believing in, in what we're doing, stay together as a football team, and uh, and just keep working, guys. Uh,
1: the, the loss and the way it happened and where you are now – uh, are you worried about your team and, and their psyche?
0: Well, I mean, certainly anytime you you know you haven't won a football game yet, and uh, especially some of the ways that we've lost some of these games late in the fourth quarter, you know, uh, you worry about, uh, but I tell you what, we've got good character in our room. You know, I fully believe that uh, that we're going to come out of this thing. We just need to keep on working.
1: Now, head coach Chris Jones, we also heard from Taylor Cornelius and Adam Konar in that pack. A look back to what was a devastating loss Thursday night uh, in uh, against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 12-11 and it all fell apart in the final minute and a half of that game for the Elks both offensively defensively and on special teams after what was not a great game but a good game a solid game especially by the defense which was really good in that game uh, but they let it all slip away in the last minute and a half of the game in regina so the ox flew home after the game thursday night uh, they had friday and saturday off many of the players though in for treatment in for uh, film study and uh, looking to get better uh, then they got back onto the field yesterday to practice and begin their practice week for the uh, hamilton tiger cats game which goes on thursday of this week so it was back to work yesterday and after the first practice of this week chris jones still being asked about that game on thursday in regina
0: was one play it was a one play game you know we catch the slant early in the game if there's a better throw better catch that's a touchdown that's the difference in the game we kick one of the two field goals that's the difference in the game we uh we punt three balls out of bounds that equates to about nine points when you talk about yardage and and field position so that's nine points so that'd be the difference in the game uh so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that could have happened that would have uh determined the outcome
1: yeah there's a lot of positive things, but I guess we're getting to the point. Everyone's getting to the point, I guess, where... Yeah,
0: yeah, we're not going to be negative. I mean, we're going to keep working with this group. I mean, that's who we are. You know, there's no quit in the group. they they got a good attitude. Certainly, everybody in the, in the entire building's frustrated from top to bottom. on yeah. the page, how difficult is it? Uh, what did you see today as guys came back to work? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a few. The older guys, you know, there's a few of them that, you know, are, are pissed off at where we're at, but we, we looked at the standings and, you know, uh, Calgary's sitting there at one and three, so, again, they've... Uh, You know, we're one game behind them. We've got to just take care of ourselves and not worry about anything other than just winning football games, and and that's, uh, that's in our room.
1: Calgary, Ottawa, and Hamilton all at one win. Those are the teams the Elks will have to catch if they want to get to a crossover position uh, for the playoffs. That's a long way away still, as we're only going into week six of the season, but that's the situation they're looking at right now. The biggest change the Elks made in the game on uh, Thursday was to bring back Taylor Cornelius. Uh, He was okay. Uh, uh, 17 of 29 for 226 yards. Uh, One interception, which was on uh, the last touch of the game for him. Uh, He ran the ball with authority at times, 11 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Really liked what he did on short yardage situations as well, getting the ball uh, across the needed stripe to get the first down and keep the offense on the field. So uh, Chris Jones talked about about Cornelius and the way he played in that football game, and uh, Jones liked it.
0: He certainly wasn't perfect. You know, you've, you've probably talked to him. He wasn't perfect, but he, uh, you know, he seems to have uh, regained a little bit of that confidence that he had in camp. And we've got to run the football effectively and let him pull it and run and his ability to move around. And, and uh, you know, the, I like the short yardage there, uh, you know, where he showed a little bit of fire. It was good to see.
1: As for Cornelius himself, well, he's going through adversity and he just is going to keep
3: battling it. There's been adversity, you know, my whole career uh you know never you know wavered or anything like that just stayed the course you know knowing everything will it'll eventually you know work out
1: you talked about staying the course chris seems to be preaching as he likes to say chopping wood uh, yeah. is that the attitude you guys have to take and how difficult is it to have that attitude moving forward after the disappointments of the last five weeks
3: yeah um i mean you just got to you know, it's, it's behind us. It's washed. I mean, we can't do anything about it now. The only thing we can focus on is this week and, and the games we have, you know, left on the season. There's a lot of football left.
1: Looking to turn the page, the Elks are, as they head into that game against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Thursday night, Tiger Cats are 1-3. Uh, they beat Ottawa for their first win of the season last week. Elks, of course, at 0-5. Uh, we've got it for you here on 630 Chet of the Elks Radio Network. At 530 for the countdown to kickoff. 7 o'clock is game time from Commonwealth Stadium, the Elks and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now, yeah. Wow. Uh, Chris Jones went to work over the weekend and made some changes uh, to the roster and that'll in fact make be some changes to uh, the lineup as well. He acquired defensive lineman, Canadian defensive lineman Sam Achimpong and uh, he comes from Toronto for a fifth round draft pick and a neg list player. Uh, Achimpong knows Chris Jones, had played with him uh, in Toronto in his rookie year and Chris Jones says he's got a pretty big upside.
0: Sam's a good young talent, I mean he's a third year player, got great size he can play inside or outside got a good motor uh you know he's he's a green at times but i mean he's extremely explosive for a kid 65 280.
1: uh he flew into town on saturday was on the practice field on sunday and i asked him about his
3: trade oh i found out uh i think like uh two days ago rd called me at like um ryan dinwiddie that is from the toronto he called me around like six o'clock saying giving me the news and stuff like that and then um shortly after um g-roy and uh and Chris Jones, Coach Jones called me, and then told and then explained it, expressed their how they're excited to have me and stuff like that. And uh, I was on the flight the next day. Were you surprised by the trade? Yeah, I didn't see it coming at first, but um, I'm glad to be here. It gives me an opportunity to uh, get running. You know, what I mean, I was uh, like in Toronto, like I was on the one game for a couple, a couple games. So I'm excited to be here and then, uh, get things going.
1: Yeah, And how would the conversation go with uh, with Chris and G-Roy? Obviously, they they get plans for you?
3: Yeah, yeah. I played with uh, Coach Jones in my uh, first year. So um, I'm uh, familiar with his uh, defense and how he likes running stuff. And so, like, it's it's a re- reunion. So I'm happy to be back with him. But yeah, I'm just uh, excited to just, have, just help the guys out any way I can. You know what I mean? So I'm learning as much from them as they are from me. Like, guys, like, I played with Coney before, so I'm familiar with him. But guys, like... Yeah, Coney, uh, um, Jayman, um they're just like show me the ropes. I also uh, Jake, so I'm excited to uh, get working on them.
1: From Brampton, Ontario, that's Canadian defensive lineman Sam Achimpong, who was uh, acquired by the Elks over the weekend. And it looks like the Elks are going to make a ratio flip at that spot on the inside on the D-line because as they acquired Achimpong, they released American Daniel Ross, which was a tough move to make for Chris Jones,
0: Business decision. Unfortunately, we're in the business of, uh, of winning football games and so you have to look at production and, you know, the, the cap... Uh, implications are involved, and then we had the ability to to kind of make a, a ratio change there by bringing uh, Samuel in. But you know, I've known Daniel Ross a long time, and and we have a big history, and wish him nothing but the best. He knows that, and so again, uh, it's just a it's a it's a tough business. Right,
1: looks like Achampong will be in the lineup against the Hamilton Tiger catch here on Thursday night. Uh, not in the lineup this week, but getting so much closer is defensive back Aaron Grimes. Uh, We'll spend some time with Aaron Grimes, who was on the practice field yesterday for the first time in a regular season practice in a long, long time. We'll talk to Aaron Grimes when we come back. It's the Elks this week on 630 Chad. Now, more football talk on the Elks this week. Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Hamilton Tiger Cats will be here on Thursday night. That's the next game for the Edmonton Elks, next home game. Can they turn 0-5 in 2023 into 1-5? and Can they turn 0-19 at Commonwealth Stadium into 1-19? and And finally end that long, long losing streak. We'll have to uh, wait and find out. We'll have it for you on Thursday, uh, 5.30 for the countdown to kickoff. 7 o'clock game time, the uh, Elks and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He won't play this week, but he might be eligible to play one week from Thursday, and that's defensive back Aaron Grimes. I drove to practice on Sunday, and I'm driving, I'm thinking, hey, it's week five, so that means guys who started the season on the sixth game injured can practice uh, this week, can't play, of course, but they can start to practice again this week, and I was hoping for uh, Aaron Grimes to be on the field, and then indeed uh, there he was, that familiar stride, the hair hanging out the back of the helmet. It was good to see Aaron Grimes back out on the field for the veteran defensive back, his first practice in a long time
2: that felt good actually that was my first regular season practice uh since 2021 and how'd you come through it? It felt good. Yeah. It felt really good. Uh, just being smart on it. Like I had no issues today. But just being limited to make sure that you know I'm here for the long haul and, and not the short game. Yeah. I think
1: the plan was for you to be ready for week one, but I understand you had a bit of a setback that put you in the sixth game. So are you close enough to 100 that you'd be able to play in a couple of weeks? I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah.
2: Especially if you compare me to the other people who have played six weeks now. I got to be feeling better than them, right?
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> a little worn out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, how tough has it been for you to?
2: watch what's been going on? It's extremely tough, right? Um, Because uh, all I want to do is be out there and try to help as much as possible. I want to win football games. That's what I came here to do. Um, Obviously, I'm trying to do what I can in the capacity that I am right now. Uh, but you know at some point it just gets a little bit frustrating I just want to be out there with the guys right doing what leading making plays wh- wherever they need me at um, so that's kind of been the hardest part you know injuries are injuries that happen all the time in football but mentally uh, injuries are, are way harder than physically
1: it wasn't a lot of experience in that defensive backfield to start the season and then Ed goes down and now I think there's four rookies out there um, tell me about how they've performed in your mind and what you've seen
2: I thought they've come a long way, you know what I mean? But it's tough, right? Not just four rookies, but four rookies who are completely new to this game, right? And that's, gonna, that's a little bit of a learning curve. You know, it's, it's a lot easier to do when you have a veteran next to you, you know, talking to you, you know, helping you see things before they happen. Um, but, you know, in terms of, you know, competition and competing, I felt like the guys have played well. Yeah, uh, McLaurin's
1: been back there, but he's
2: not exactly a veteran yet mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of pressure
1: on Luchez to be that one kind of leader back there
2: absolutely but Luchez is a dog right he's an absolute animal um, very good football player and a smart uh, football player as well so you know if anybody's up to the challenge it's him and me but definitely him
1: I was going to say that's when you that's where you come into play when you're able to get back in the lineup
2: I see absolutely be able to take some of that you know a little bit of the load off of his shoulders and um, help him out there and just be back there for the guys communicating and, and flying around again
1: you talked about helping in your capacity for the first six games uh kind of a
2: obviously a coaching thing uh, have you spent a lot of time with these young guys absolutely i'm in the meeting room with them every single day every morning you know before meeting start we're, we're together every day after practice um you know just because i'm not out here physically on the field I'm, I'm still at the building every single day putting that work in, not just for myself but for this team
1: yeah so you got another week to go on the sixth game and then it looks like if everything goes right you're ready to go for winnipeg uh, you must be just counting the days
2: i am extremely ex- I'm not just the days i'm counting like down by the hour at this point yeah um, I'm getting excited yeah
1: your last game was the last game of 21
2: right uh regular season yeah Yeah, i played obviously preseason last year yeah um but yeah i'm excited it's been a long time it's been a long time Yeah, and you've
1: had two of those years in the last three right because you missed all of well no you missed missed all of 20 but everybody missed all of 20 but you were out hurt
2: yeah you know i thought about that and that's you know you talk about um, just seeing, trying to be optimistic and on the positive side. You never know when this game can be taken from you, You know, kind of taking it to a serious note here. Um, played in 2019, 2020 was canceled because of uh, COVID. 2021 played, last year was taken away from me personally because of an ACL injury, right? So you never know when, the, when your last snap's going to be. So in terms of coming in here with a smile on my face every single day and attacking it as if I have the best job in the world because I truly believe I do, um, because I don't know how long I can do this for, right? I'm going to try to play as long as I can, obviously. But a lot, oftentimes those decisions aren't up to us as athletes. So I'm out here practicing today, and that's all I could think about It's just being grateful and being where my feet are and understanding that i got to live in the moment because the next one's not promised. Kind of reminds you about how much you love the game, right? Absolutely. When it's taken away from you, um, you know, like that, it, it reminds you just why you do what you do. You remember your why, your purpose, right? All those kinds of things that help you get through the injury mentally because physically you can get back out here and do
1: veteran it. Veteran, defensive back Aaron Grimes looks like the doctors have said he's good to go now it's going to be a coach's decision uh, one week from Thursday uh, that game in Winnipeg if he'll be back into the lineup or not so that's uh, good news for him certainly uh, as uh, he is close to making a return to the Edmonton Alex lineup hasn't played since uh, 2021 uh, you know when the Elks last won at home, they beat the BC lions. Aaron Grimes playing for the lions that night. That's the night he blew his knee out. Would have missed all of 20 recovering from that, but there was no 20, uh, and then re-signed with Edmonton and came back where he was a part of the Grey cup winning team back in 2015. So that's the situation with the Elks. They'll be back on the practice field tomorrow. Uh, game time is uh, seven o'clock on Thursday night against uh, the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Spent some time today with Noah Curtis, uh, defensive, uh, lineman with the Elks, a rookie, uh, taped an episode of Antler Up, which will be out uh, a couple of days from now. That's the Elks podcast that I host for them. Uh, On the episode that's out right now, I talked with Manny Arsenal. Manny Arsenal has some great stories. Uh, He's on the six-game injured list right now, too, and not ready to come back as of yet. Uh, But uh, on Antler Up, this episode, he told me a great story about how he got his college scholarship from Elkhorn State.
4: It was crazy. So we played Dutchtown in the playoffs on a Friday. Saturday, we come in and clean up the locker room in the field house. Coach say, hey, I want y'all to a highlight tape we look at coach like what's that so you can go to college we was like who goes to college so no lie It was on VHS. I made a highlight tape that Saturday morning. I put it in the mail on Monday. I sent it to all the SWAC schools, HBCUs, that's Southern Grambling, Alcorn, you know, those, in that conference, that threw the ball. I mailed it off Monday. Alcorn got my tape on Wednesday. They called my coach on Friday. Hey, can Emmanuel Arsenal come down for our game versus Southern? It was basketball, but you know, you come down for the little visit or whatnot to see it. My mom didn't have a car, so Coach Brown, that was a helper, gave me a ride to Alcorn. So I made a tape Saturday, mailed it Monday. Wednesday they got it. They called me Friday. I get to the campus of Alcorn Saturday night at halftime. You go in, and recruits meet the coach. I remember shaking Johnny Thomas' hand. He didn't know how to say Arsenal. my last name. It was like Emmanuel Astronaut or whatnot. He from Mississippi. Couldn't pronounce it. So I signed a full-ride scholarship that Saturday night. I made a tape Saturday, mailed it Monday. They got it Wednesday, called me Friday. I caught a ride to Lorman, Mississippi. When I went in and shook his hand, they offered me a full ride scholarship that week so it's like (laughs) that's a week that changed your life
1: there you go indeed it did Uh, the rest is history for Manny Arsenault who uh, of course has had many many great years in the Canadian Football League Uh, Tom Pate award winner last year David Boone winner here with the Elks last year great uh, on the field great in the community as well hopefully he gets back in the lineup uh, soon as well currently on the six game injured list with a knee injury Uh, my thanks to Aaron Grimes our guest tonight on uh, uh, the Elks this week a reminder uh, you can get uh, Antler up you can also get another great podcast which is uh, done by the uh, chorus community of football broadcasters it's called football north Uh, you can get that and it or up wherever you get your ear candy and have a listen to some great episodes and hear some good cool football talk uh from a good group of people who uh, provide that for you uh thanks to derek scott no relation he is the uh, studio uh, operator tonight at 6:30. Uh, 30 ched my name's morley scott i will uh, talk to you tomorrow morning uh 5 a.m with uh, jaylen and daryl on 6:30. ched this morning have a great night everybody